When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. How would you like to ramp up your club's game day atmosphere? Big Screen Video is giving 10 lucky sports clubs the chance to win a $10,000 grant towards their own digital scoreboard. Register now at iCanWin.com.au slash BSV. Let's go and have a chat down in Dunedin uh, and we'll have a chat to Cliff. G'day, Cliff. G'day, Steffi. How you doing? Good, thank you. That's good. Hey, I'm just... Just want to have a quick word about the, the Women's Rugby World Cup starting this weekend. Yes. I don't know whether I've heard much about the reasoning of having all the games in Whangarei, Waitakere and Eden Park. And it's on Spark. Now, fair enough, if Spark had picked it up, well, that's fine. I don't know why they'll be playing all the games so close to Auckland. I, I, I'm got the idea maybe that everybody's all the 26 teams are all staying in uh, in Auckland and then they're bussing them up to the games each day playing three games in a, one day in Whangarei you know Whangarei's got 11 games they're playing three three lots of Saturday games in Whangarei plus two uh, quarterfinals and I'm thinking does Whangarei deserve to have 11 World Cup women's rugby games at Whangarei is it too much for a, a, t- a city of that size that, that the people there are going to keep going out and watching the same... Well, they're going to drag most of the same people. Mm. Some people will go to every game. Some might go to other games. But 11 games in three weeks, of women's rugby in one city, a small city like Whangarei, just seems overkill. Why didn't Hamilton and Rotorua even get them? Or Tauranga? I mean, they're only another hour, two, a couple of hours down the road, the other way. Yeah. <laughs> was there no money put into this thing? Did the New Zealand not want to sponsor them with, with cheap airfares or be the major sponsor? It looks like it's been done very cheap. What do you reckon? Yeah, I thought Hamilton should have got a crack because that's only an hour and a half from Auckland. Whangarei is three hours, I think. So Hamilton is a lot closer and it's a different catchment, isn't it? So it's it's pretty much... Well, Hamilton. the Hamilton people can come to the Auckland game, but Sammy Hewitt, my producer, is all over the logistics. So you stay there, you stay there, Cliff. And Sam, what, what's your intel about why? Not, 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 it's not like I've done any deep digging, but I'm listening to Melody Robinson this morning. They basically asked her, as he said, why aren't you bringing games to Christchurch? And she was very, very clear. And it mirrored exactly what happened with the Warriors who wanted, they tried casting it far and wide to take games around New Zealand next year to Christchurch, to Wellington, to wherever they could. The problem lies with your local council, Cliff, because they have to pay to have the event in their city and they are not stumping up the cash. Christchurch in particular have been very, very anti getting these events to Christchurch. The Warriors is an example. The Women's World Cup is another example. Now, you might look at that and say, fair enough, given we're in sort of an election cycle, there are bigger issues out there. I get that, right? We're dealing with COVID, et cetera. But I think a lot of the blame for these games not being outside of Auckland are local councils not wanting to stump up the cash to host these events in their city. Mm, yeah, but why, why would 
Northland gets 11. It just seems overkill. That, well, what if that they somebody put, yeah. like Rotorua, Tauranga or Hamilton didn't want it. Now, to me, those those catchments could have adopted a couple of teams each. They could have based themselves. Japan and yep. America could have been in Tauranga. Yep. Yep. It, to me, it's, it's the whole World Cup looks like it's been managed in a tiny wee area where nobody really knows anything about it outside the Northland. It's basically the Blues boundary. It's not going anywhere out of there. And to me, it's, it looks like it's been done on the cheap because nobody wants to put any money into it, whether it's government, local council, Air New Zealand or whoever. It's, we've picked up the World Cup and nobody really wants to put anything into it. I'll tell you what, Cliff, tomorrow we're doing a World Cup show uh, from Andy's Burgers and Bar in Sky City, and bang on 12, Melody Robinson is going to join me for the first half hour, so I'm going to put this to her on behalf of you and a number of other people. So do tune in at 12 o'clock tomorrow, and we'll have Melody Robinson, who can probably explain it a bit better than us. How about that? Sammy, Sammy Hewitt, you've, you've sauntered into the studio. I didn't even know you were coming in, but I know why you're here. Why is that? Because you're up and about. I am. For Spark Sport. I know. Yeah. And uh, it's a big old weekend for them. What are you looking at? Nothing. Nothing. It is a very big weekend for Spark Sport, so should I run you through it? Yes, you should, please. Just take your pick, really. Um, Women's World Cup. Women's World Cup is probably the big one, right? Um, it is underway this weekend, as we all know, and it is all live on Spark for the people who are... And the good thing about Spark, someone texts you say, saying, do you have to sign up for like a period of time? Not at all. You just sign up for however long you want. You can... Yeah, they have you know, a month, because when I signed up just the other day, it's a month... Um, or it's six months, mm-hmm. or it's 12 months, and you know, uh, six months is less than six times a month. But yes. I'm just going to do the month, I'm just going to do the month, and yep. then the next month, and away we go. And of course, the Rugby League World Cup's on it as well. It is. So uh, we start with the uh, Women's World Cup, which I think we've got six. Six games? I think it's three Saturday, three Sunday. I think you're right. So on Saturday, we've got South Africa, France at 1.45, and then Fiji, England at Four fifteen, and then Australia, New Zealand at six forty-five. This is obviously build up. The kickoffs will be you know half an hour later, um, and then on the Sunday you got USA, Italy at twelve fifteen, and you got Japan, Canada at two forty-five. Wales, Scotland at five fifteen on the Sunday. So, yep, so uh, half hour build ups. Yeah, yep. um, which is fantastic. So yeah, Women's World Cup, um, that's going to be fantastic. The uh, Black Caps are playing this weekend in the Tri Series T Twenty. Snuck up, eh? Hey? I had a mate text me saying, "What are the Black Caps doing playing cricket when it's so cold?" Um, <laughs> which is fair, you know, it's snowing down south. Uh, but Pakistan, Bangladesh, here for a tri-series. How much will they be enjoying the snow? <laughs> oh, that'll be, that'll be so foreign to them. I bet their spinners are having the time of their life. Um, so Bangladesh, Pakistan on Friday, and then Black Caps uh, playing Pakistan on Saturday, Bangladesh on Sunday. So sort of a double header, which is uh, which is fantastic. So a bit of international cricket on your radar, the T20s, uh, which uh, which are all live on Spark Sport. Uh, Formula One, and I've said, Steph. Oh, I've lost the sweepstake. What's the sweepstake? We had a sweep about how long it would take you to mention Formula One, and I said 30 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> so are you guys paying me? or No, no, I have to pay Kez. Oh, okay. Um, what was your over-under on that, Kez, by the way? 10 seconds. <laughs> Gee, okay. Kick off right away. Kick it off with Formula One. <laughs> what do I say, them. Steph? If, you wanna, if you've watched Drive to Survive, or if you haven't, go and watch it. If you've watched it and you've thought to yourself, man, I might get into a bit of Formula One, maybe I'll watch a race or two. 
or if you're keen to get into it but the times are terrible, this is the weekend because it's in Japan and the race starts at, I think it's 6pm, which is on a Sunday. On a Sunday? On a Sunday when you're probably recovering from a big weekend, park up on the couch, put a blanket over your legs. Why not watch Max Verstappen win, <laughs> you know, back-to-back world titles? I only put say a blanket yeah, over I, I, your legs. I'll, you? I'll put a blanket over my legs, mate. There's nothing wrong. Have a cup of tea. And just enjoy yourself on a Sunday evening. Uh, Max looking to get back-to-back titles. Do you have macaroni cheese when the blanket's on your leg? No. Yeah. No, no. Maybe do you a bowl. do some knitting? No, a bowl of cereal. Crochet or oh, a bowl of cereal. Paint by numbers. You know that's my thing. Paint <laughs> by numbers. Um, so, Formula One on Sunday. And then, of course, all of our favourite staff, the NBA preseason and the NFL on Monday. Three games. Three games. See, starting, I know now. Start, I know now. Starting at 6am on Monday morning, the Bucks play the Falcons. Tommy touchdowns and... Um, Big question mark over his performance, how that's going to go given the rumours around him and Giselle, which has broken my heart. I'm not going to lie, Steph. That was one of the power couples for me that I just thought would never... They just were so solid, so stable. Why has it fallen over? Well, I think the reports and my suspicions are in line with them is that when you watch documentaries, and I've watched many on Tommy, um, you get a sense of how much Giselle does... You know, so that he can play football, looking after the kids, you know, the house, all that sort of stuff. And I think she was secretly very happy when he announced his retirement uh, and thought, now's my time to, you know, now's Tommy's time to do his thing and, um, you know, to take over and for me to do my thing. And then, of course, Tommy backflips and says, no, nah, I'm going to go again and I'm going to play for Tampa again. So, and I think she might have just gone, Tommy, we spoke about this. It's my time now. And that's caused the conflict, and that's why they're getting Here's what I'm prepared to separated. do. Here's yeah. what I'm prepared to do. Okay. I'm prepared to step up for Giselle and be the person that she needs in her life. <sighs> You're a brave man, Mark. Brave? You're brave. Selfless? Yep. I'll help. Gosh, that's selfless from you, Mark. Yeah, I'll help bring up the kids. you got to kiss them on the lips, you know that? Kiss who? His kids. Remember that was the big controversy oh, yes. in his documentary? He that's kissed true. his son on the lips, and it just went like yeah. viral. David Beckham does it as well. Yeah, I don't know that I'd do that. Not my. They're it's not definitely my kids. not. It's definitely not. It shouldn't be a weird thing, but it's, it caused a lot of a controversy. Um, what else on Sparksport over the week? You got the uh, W, uh, the tennis, the WTA uh, tour in the uh, Czech Republic. Um, that's going on, and you've also got some United Rugby Championship, which we've talked a little bit about over the last few weeks too, Steph. We have indeed. So like heaps on, but the Women's World Cup really is what you should be watching. And I will be. That's why I signed. Brilliant. No, no lies. No lies. Um, We'll have a break. When we come back, uh, David Deal, he's in Bathurst. He's taken a swag of Kiwis over to go enjoy the great race on Sunday. What's it like for a fan? He's been a few times. We'll catch up with Dave Deal. He's from Boys Trip after the break. I have collated the Staffy M's and we'll have the overall Staffy M winner. But here is the top 15 as voted by calls and texts by you. The 2022 Staffy M MPC Awards by position as voted by you. Fullback Stevenson, Sean, North Harbour. Sean Stevenson is fullback. Wings Tavita Lee and AJ Lamb. Centre Balin Sullivan. Second 5'8 Rameka Poihipi. First 5'8 Bryn Gatland. A lot of votes. Your halfback, Cam Roygaard, Counties. 
Number eight, Braden Yossi. Manawatu. Open side flanker, Tom Christie. Blind side flanker, Rob Rush. Tanifa. Your locks are Manaki Selby Rickett and James Blackwell. And a very competitive propping situation. And just sneaking through by a roll your own zigzag paper. Tamaiti Williams and Ollie Yeager are the props. And the hooker is a Safu Almua. Which brings us to the pinnacle of the Staffy M's Awards. And this is awarded to the player of those 15 that received the most votes through the last hour. Polled strongly through the season. Picking up threes, twos, ones. Was in the points every week. So our overall Staffy M player of the MPC for 2022 is Cameron Roygaard Counties. Amazing. Amazing. In his first year at Counties. And I said earlier on, who the person that was leading had twice the votes of the player that was in second. That that maintained the momentum right through to the end of voting. So Cam Roygaard. Oh, and I think we've actually got um, Cam on the line now. I just want to say a few words, Cam. Uh, thoughts on the on the uh, on the award? Here's the deal. I'm the best there is. Plain and simple. There you go. Plain simple. There you go. Who is that? That's Cam. Just live out of. <laughs> he's obviously at Bathurst or something there. Live out of Pukekohe. Um, so yeah, there is our player of the season. I'm reasonably happy with that. He was fantastic. And um, just text through your congratulations on the text machine, double eight double three. That is the temper bedpost text machine. Text through your congratulations to Cam. And I'll take a photo of it and I'll send it to him just to show the love for the youngster. He's 21 years old. What a future he has. And when he was up against um, Cortez Ratama, uh, Brad Webber, TJ Perinara, uh, there's a host, Xavier Rowe, there's a host of good halfbacks, Sam Nock, He's come out not only as the top halfback, but the top player of the NPC in 2022. What a champion. What a champion. Righto, we're 1.30. Uh, let's go and find out what's happening around the world in new sport and weather. Here it is. Gentlemen, I've, I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. What's making news around the world? And the thing is, we've had the real news from Johnny Mac does such a wonderful job mm. and Sam just chimes in with the unreal news I know so I never like doing it off the back of news because either A it make it, you know Johnny's very serious investigative He's a news professional. professional news sort of undermines my news and vice versa so um, so real news and numpty news well let's yeah Let's be a bit nice about it, okay? I spend a lot of time on this stuff. Okay, and different news. Do a lot of preparation, okay? Go down a lot of avenues, a lot of rabbit holes. Preparation. My first story actually is about Tom and Giselle. Is it? Yeah, but uh, we've already talked about it, so... Oh, okay. (laughs) Just about them uh, supposedly hiring divorce lawyers and uh, it's all going to poo. It'll be amicable, though, won't it, those two? It will be, but it just, it hurts still, Steph, you know? I just wonder if if their divorce proceedings... um, How old's Tom now? 44? No, 45, 46. 45. I just wonder if deflate gate's part of the marriage situation. Oh, don't as well. bring that up, Mark. Don't you dare bring that up. Well, like deflate gate on the football field. Maybe there's deflate gate at home. Oh, I see what you're going. I see where you're going there. Yeah. Yeah. 
Need some PSI is what you're saying. Yeah, like he, he needs to start singing a little song when he's at home, like, I can see Alice clearly now the rain has gone. Um, now, there's three celebrity marriages that I am well invested in. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, I thought they'd last the, 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 yeah, the rest of time, Steph. Yep. The first one was Chris Martin and Gwyneth Paltrow. That didn't last. Mm, I love Gwyneth Paltrow. Yep. I love, I love both of them. Oh, yeah, actually, Chris didn't Martin's last. amazing didn't, as well. Didn't last. Tom Brady Giselle. That was another one. Didn't last. Mm. The last one standing now was uh, Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively, which it is going strong, but if that ended, I, mm. I'd lose faith in the man See, my, humanity. My one is Andre Agassi, Steffi Graf. Are they still together? Yep. Oh, there you go. Yep. Yeah. They've lasted a long tough time. Tough as nails. Ah, to other news. And Apple. And this is great news, isn't it? Well, let's hope it filters down to little old New Zealand. Don't tell it, me. The iPhone 15 is going to be $4,000. No. Oh. Better than that. And it's make better than Lego. No. Okay. Apple, thanks to a new EU law, so if you're living in Europe and you're listening in, you'll be clapping your hands at this. Thanks to a new law... They every phone charger in the EU now has to be USB-C, so you can't individualize your phone charger like iPhone does. Mm. Happy days! So it doesn't you can just say you got a charger and it'll fit no matter what phone you've got. So it'll, it'll fit. fit Samsung, Huawei, Correct. Oppo. Every phone is iPhone. now ordered to have the same universal USB-C charging port. Thank goodness for that, Steph. If That's only great. that could filter to the rest of the world, I'd be a very happy man. Well, let's let's start a petition. Because change.org. There's nothing worse than going to a party where it's a, it's an iPhone party, isn't it? And you say, Has anyone got an Android charger? And they'll just, they almost look at you and go, <laughs> and you just get laughed at. It's like your worst nightmare, right? And the same goes when you're at an Android party. Um, scientists have revealed, thanks to a study, which is what they do, that the Earth is slowly coming together into one big supercontinent. All the land is uh, squeezing up. Yep. Um, if you're thinking, oh, we're uh, merging as as land masses. Yep. Yep. Over uh, over the next 300 million years, all of the planet's continents are going to move towards one another, forming a new subcontinent, and they've already named it. It's called Amasia. Amasia. So it's like America, Asia. I don't know where Europe fits into that. Um, Amasia, though. But okay. Given the, that, yeah. given that, the mm-hmm. first question I've got is: there'll be one country or one continent or one landmass that doesn't move, and it's all moving there. Oh, I see what you mean. Because it's all going to squidge. Well, it's the Pacific Ocean is going to completely disappear. So that maybe that's coming; those two bits coming together. Maybe in there, so Hawaii to Fiji, somewhere in the middle there. Yeah, there'll still be obviously water, but yeah, they're all they're all supposedly coming together. That's what scientists are predicting, Steph. I believe them. You so know what I mean? I, so read, I. I I for one believe what I read on the internet. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> now this story is uh, I, this is very entertaining, and I'm glad this has made headlines um, all around the globe. Courtney Baker Richardson, who is part of Crew Alexandra, that's a League Two side. It is in uh, in the UK. British football. They had a trip to Carlisle United on Saturday, and uh, poor old Courtney Baker Richardson couldn't travel because he suffered a freak injury. Do you oh. know? Do you want to know what it, what it was? Or do you want to guess what it was? Uh, He's actually quite handy too. He, he got seven goals to start the campaign. Is it north of the waist or south of the waist? It's mid waist. It's waist. It's waist. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's hip. It's hip related. Okay. He's. Yeah. It's not going to be something that slipped in the bath or fell off a skateboard. Tell me if you believe this. He Steph. dislocated his hip hula hooping. No, but okay. tell me if you believe this. He said that he tweaked his hip 
while he was sitting down to play video games. Yeah, no. Nah. I think uh, Courtney's done something something else, and that's how he's trying to, you know, maybe that's how he gets his insurance or the club pays his, I don't know what it is, but it's uh, it's one of the more bizarre reasons to be left out of a football match on the weekend, Mark. It's like it's like the time I, I had two days off work because I popped a rib. Mm-hmm. And I hadn't got my story straight when they said, how did you do that? Oh, dear. I couldn't tell them the truth. No. And I was just like, oh, you know, it, um, you know, it just popped out of the, uh, out of it and popped back in and it's killing me. And they, yeah, but how did you do it? Oh, I was just, um, and I hadn't thought about <laughs> that question. <laughs> oh, no. What did you come up with then? Surely you came up with something. I see. I just twisted funny putting a pot in the cupboard. I think it's, I just uh, just stammered and it was yep. so clearly is, not this, the true this story. This is to get your ACC, obviously. And uh, you, I know you like The Sopranos. Tony Soprano. I don't mind it. You don't mind The Sopranos. Do you remember the uh, the Cadillac that Tony Soprano drove in I the do. series? Um, it's up for auction. I seem to be just doing auction stories every day, aren't I? I love auctions. It's up for auction, staff. Uh, $175,000. That's US. Um, It includes uh, fully loaded with leather trim, power side steps, tri-zone climate control, a boys audio system, and all high-tech features available in the day, including a computer-controlled suspension system. So there you go. If you are a big Sopranos fan and you're keen to get your hands on that piece of memorabilia, 175K, are you a big fan of it, Captain K? Honestly, my favourite show I've ever watched. I've watched it twice, The Sopranos. Wow. How many seasons are there? Oh, eight? geez, there's, yeah, there's seven or eight. I'm pretty sure there's plenty that, of it. But yeah, my... I might have to uh, try and get an ACC injury and buy that outright, 175K. You pop know, we were talking yeah, yesterday, rib, bending over. I was talking about a holiday I had in Omapari yeah. uh, in a booker batch. Yep. Uh, in eight days, eight days, watched yep. four seasons. Jeepers. Yeah. Well, funny you mention that because I watched Drive to Survive at Omapari. Oh, there you go. I watched the whole thing. Isn't that um, a beautiful part of the world? Oh, fantastic. Beautiful mm. beach, beautiful, nice little harbour there. Six seasons for uh, Sopranos, kids just told us. Fact. Yes, I'm keen. It's a story. Can I tell it to you? Yes. It concerns a man from China. Sure. Who bought a first class ticket uh, via Eastern China Airlines. Mm-hmm. It came with access to a VIP lounge that had free food. Of course it does. He rescheduled over 300 times in a year to enjoy over 300 free meals. <laughs> so, so turn up to fly, eat and cancel. He turned up, so this is the story. He purchased first class tickets, fully, re, fully refundable through Eastern China Airline. And um, he used the, the ticket to gain access to the Jian International Airport's VIP lounge where high rolling travellers dine for free. The man flashed his ticket to lounge staff at the Shangxi Province Airport before his trip, ate a meal, just like any first-class traveller, and instead of getting on the flight, he would change his flight's departure to the next day. Then he'd show up the next day with his newly issued ticket for the revised date, eat, and then again change his ticket date. He did it over and over again 300 times, staff. Eastern China Airlines officials suddenly woke up and found that out after 300 days, and they admitted that uh, legal action wasn't possible because it wasn't against the rules. Mm. So get this, they confronted him and banned him from continuing his practices. So after all of that, he just cashed in his ticket. It was fully refundable. Got his money back. (laughs) (laughs) Smart man. Back in the day, the the Corrie Lounge, you could go in whether you were flying or not. 
So people would used oh. to go and have meetings in the Cory Lounge, and you'd, <laughs> and you'd have drinks and stuff breakfast, like that. Yeah. And I know a guy, he took his wife there for the anniversary dinner. Back in the day, that is that'll be up there. Yeah, that'll be up there for uh, for locales for the anniversary <laughs> for sure. I've only been to the Cotto Lounge once. Have you? Yeah, and it was with someone who was a Cotto Lounge member. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, um, we're going to take a break. Uh, we'll come back, and I'm going to go through a few texts. Then we'll take another break, and then we'll play the vault. Just oh, is that how you want to do it? Okay, That's sure. how I want to do it. Yeah, so go on, that go on, was go partly on. for you, the listener, partly for Sam, my producer. Uh, stick with us. We'll come back. So there we are. I up. appreciate history, Steph. That'll jackpot uh, tomorrow. That'll jackpot tomorrow. $100. Yeah, hey, bonus bet. Yeah, speaking of uh, the TAB and bonus bet, should we talk through some uh, some charity tips? Yes, please. It's Harness Racing New Zealand Pacing for Purpose Season 2. Right, and as the continents squeeze together, Steph, I'd love to take you down to Invercargill. Mm. Tomorrow, race oh, number on. seven. Okay, hang on, hang on. Racing... Uh, this is Harness, right? Correct, yeah. Thanks uh, to Harness Racing New Zealand. Raising money for Butterbee Motivation. Yes. Harness, Invercargill, race, what? Seven. Seven. Race seven. Okay. The uh, name is um, very similar to what you might call my darts, my darts game. Oh, something about soft. Mini Mickey and Tiamo Bell, Pyramid Mystic. Hidden talent, it won't be that. Uh, well, just, I mean, mixed faith. It's either going to be mixed faith, mixed faith, or miss yo. <laughs> no, 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 no. It was something else in there. Is it how it I'd describe it, or you'd describe your darts? It's how you know professionals would probably describe it. Mixed faith. <laughs> ah, yes. Is it? No, it's not. Uh, it's uh, it's number eight, hidden talent. Oh, for God's sake! <laughs> give yourself three, a rep. Three from three so far. Um, that's. The, the horse, not me on the dartboard. Uh, three from three and uh, finished like a rocket uh, to win last time. And I reckon it's going to be winning again, Steph. It won as a $5 shot last start. Yep. Let's hope it gets the same this, this time Nathan around. Williamson in the bike? Yes. Is he? Yeah. Trained and Willow. driven by Nathan Williamson. Willow, get in, son. All right. Okay. Yeah. That's... If, if you've got a last name Williamson, then you're uh, – is it Williamson? Yeah. Yeah, if you've got a last name Williamson, you're steady as a ship, aren't you? <laughs> What about Greyhound? Let me find a Greyhound for you. Please. It's the Great Greyhound Racing New Zealand Charity Run. I like this music. (laughs) (laughs) That was great. I can't even breathe that fast. Maybe I can. I've just run a 520. I've flown the lids. Wow, that is a very accurate. You sound like Tuca. Do actually. I? Yeah, after he's been for a big run, just a. He just yeah. You can't do it. I can do it for a very short period of time. Oh, I could probably do it for half an hour, but there'd be terrible radio. <laughs> <laughs> right, greyhounds. What day? Yeah, can't do it for very long. Uh, maybe that should be like a, you know how people go for like a runathon or like a telethon, like twenty four hours. Maybe we just get you to do that for twenty four hours, raise some money for uh, Greyhound Racing New Zealand. Yeah, just doing. Dog sounds. <laughs> what other ones can you do? <laughs> oh, that one's not going uh, on the podcast. Um, I'm going to take you to Invercargill again, Steph, if I can. What day? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Oh, it could be during the show. Race six. Hang on. Invercargill race six, not during the show. Invercargill. 5.29. Uh, oh. Mm. Have I gone... 
Greyhound. Oh, I've gone harness. Oh, come on, mate. Come on. Sorry, mate. Sorry, mate. Just bear with me tomorrow. I'll fill. I'll fill while you're trying to find it. <laughs> <laughs> tomorrow, greyhounds, all the way down here. Righto, race number six. We're on here. Ooh, one twenty-two. Ooh, from okay, Andy's Burgers. Now, a little clue. Let's just see if one sticks out to me very quickly. Uh, Sir Clive Hambush, Thor, impressive Amy, Harry Baxter. That's got a that's got a tune to it. A Murray Paddy. Okay, are you going to give me a clue, or do I just have to go hard? No, nah, go hard. Harry Baxter. No. no. Homebush Thor. Homebush Thor. Yeah. You've gone the Homebush. John McInerney. Um, I'll tell you. I'll tell you the truth here. When, when, when someone told me when they ran through the list and they said this is before I saw it, they were talking about it and they said Homebush Thor, and I thought it was Thor like the um, mythology character, um, and no, that pricked it, my interest. But it's actually Thor as in what you do with your mints and your and your chicken. Or out what of, happens out of the when fridge. ice melts? Correct. I uh, prefer the food analogy, but um, I've stuck with it, Steph. I've stuck with my guns. Go with your gut, as they say. Due to dip um, its pour in the till. What was that, sorry? It's due to dip its paw into the till. Oh, okay. Yeah. Can't uh, wait for that then. Yeah. Race six, another squeeze box. Let's, you hope, love we, your let's, squeeze hope, let's hope we get something out of this because it's been a grim few weeks. It has. And it's in the green rug, which is the colours of Manawatu, which is good news. Um, fantastic. Uh, someone wanted to quick me to quickly run through the NPC team from the staff EMs. I'll do that. It's on the previous page. Is that it? Here it is. The NPC team in the Staff EM Awards was Sean Stevenson, Tavita Lee, AJ Lamb, the other two wings, Balin Sullivan, Rameka Poihepe, Bryn Gatland, Cam Roygaard, um, who did play for counties last year, so Wikipedia is wrong. Thank you, Big Roygaard uh, fan club, text me actually. Braden Yossi at number eight, Flankers uh, Tom Christie and Rob Rush, Locks of Selby Rickett and Blackwell, uh, the props to Mighty Williams and Ollie Yeager, and the hooker Asafu Amua. And the overall Staffy Medal of Excellence out of all of those is Cam Roygaard, the county's halfback. What a future he has got. We might try and get him on tomorrow, actually, just to do an acceptance speech. We'll try very hard to get him on. Sam's pointing at the uh, Temper Bed Post text machine. I recently bought a dog from a blacksmith, and as soon as I got him home, he made a bolt for the door. <laughs> Who is this? Rory's just got... Look, they're not dad jokes. They're like 24-carat jokes. Rory, just once a day he sends them in, eh? It's just absolute gems. We'll have a break. On the other side, uh, TJ, Tony Johnson, voice of rugby for Sky Sport. Of course, we've got the quarterfinals. If you've got any questions for TJ, you'd like me to put to him. Double eight, double three. Um, but yeah, TJ, after the break. You fueled gull.nz. All the afternoon delight you'll ever need. It's Afternoons with Staffy on SENZ. Ten questions, one answer. Can you crack the vault? <laughs> so good. That music is so good. All right, it's the new game. It's the Vault. A $50 TRB bonus bet is up for grabs if you can get it on day one. If you can't, it comes back tomorrow. $100 TRB bonus bet. We're joined by Jeff. G'day, Jeff. 
G'day, Jeffy. How are you? Very well, very well. So here's how it works, Sam. Oh, it's Sam. You do it. You're, you're much better explaining. Radio Jeff, uh, we got we, we're taking it down to seven questions for day one. And if you don't get it in seven, we'll go to uh, five questions tomorrow, and it'll be worth a hundred dollars right. TAB bonus bet. But uh, Jeff, you're going to get seven questions, yes or no, and you're trying to work out what bit of audio we've uh, I've put locked and safe behind the vault. Uh, in fact, Seth, I've got a bit of audio here. And I'm just going to... That's now locked away. Okay, it's in the vault. So, Jeff, in the you vault, have, Jeff, you've got a maximum of seven questions you ask Sam, because I don't know the answer. Yes, no questions, and you have to figure out what the sporting audio is he's locked away. Right. <clears throat> All right, here we go. Oh, yeah, I think I got them. I think I got them. All right. All right, here we go. All right, Jeff, question number one. Oh, and by the way, Steph, how many times can he use you? Uh, once he can, you can use staff for one question. Okay. Yeah. All right, Jeff. What is your first question? Does it involve ten pins? Does it involve? Sorry. Does it involve ten pins? Ten pins. Ten pins. Yes. Ah uh, no. <laughs> that's an that's oddly specific, but that's question one down. Right. Well, that's my, uh, that's what I thought it was out the window. So, Steffi, give me a hand, mate. Righto. Is this sporting event post-2010? No. Okay. So that's my question. So all you know now is it's not 10-pin bowling and it's before 2010. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. Uh, Was this sporting event in Australasia? Good question. No, it wasn't. Right. Good question. That's three. Uh, yeah. Oh, God. Oh, God, this is hard. Um, well, you really threw all your eggs in one basket with the 10 pin, <laughs> let's be honest. So let's get away get away from the 10 pins, Jeff. Think of something else. You've asked a good question there in Australasia. So yeah. you straight away think Northern Hemisphere or South Africa or South America. Oh. Yeah, or Northern America, yeah, or Canada. Um, it was a sporting event with the team. It was it with teams involved. Correct. It's a team. It's a team event. A team event. Okay. Um, nice. No, whittling it down. Was was the team a male team? Correct. Oh yes. Right. All right. How many have I got left there? You got that's five. Now under the new rule, staff, he's got two more, which is which is very brutal because he's not he's got a long way to go. Put it that way. You've got Got two more, and then you can have a guess at the event. Yeah. Okay. um, Was the event a World Cup event? Yes, it was. Oh, good narrow down. Good narrow down. I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, hold on, uh, Jeff, you've got one question, you've got one question left, but we've got to go to news staff, so he's going to have to answer or ask that question after the news and then give his guess. Right, so in summation, it's it's not involving 10 pins, it is before 2010, not in Australasia, it is a male World Cup team sport, that is the event. Male World Cup team sport before 2010, not in Australasia. Think about it, Jeff. We'll come back for your final question and then your stab in the dark. Uh, we'll do that after the news with Johnny Mac.
dear Never gave me time of day, my dear It's okay, things happen for reasons that I think are sure Righto, oh, look, the last few minutes must have been torturous for Jeff. He's got one question left and one guess for a $50 TAB bonus bet to open the vault. So in summary, your six questions have been, Jeff, uh, it's not Tempin Bowling. Um, and in your defence, you told us off here uh, during the news that you thought you had to pick what that sound was, which was Sam locking the vault. And I admit it did sound like 10 pin bowls being, uh, the skittles mm. being reset, the pins being reset. Yeah. yeah so did sell them a little so bit that's there. why, because uh, it was a very random guess. But anyway, after that, what you've come up with is it's before 2010. It is at a World Cup. It is a male team sport, not in Australasia. You got one more question. One more question, Jeff. And then you get to have a wild guess. Um, and if you don't get it right, we go through tomorrow to tomorrow's step with a hundred dollars mm. in TAB. So there's one, one of two ways you can go here, Sam. Yep. You can absolutely try and drill down on this question. Yep. Or you can keep it general and try and get through again tomorrow. Yeah. Well, let's see. I drill Jeff, down. Well, let's see what Jeff wants. Come to do, on, Jeff. In, Jeff. Yeah. Thank you. I'm going to go help the leather and just give us a good crack. So my last question here, lads, is. Was this one of the major sporting equipment used a round ball? A round ball. Well, that's good because it's either going to be a round ball or you're eliminating a round ball. Mm. I'll tell you, Jeff, it did involve a round ball. Oh! So. A round ball World Cup for men's teams, not in Australasia before 2010. You have one shot at it, Jeff, one guess no as more to what questions. you think it is. This is your guess $50 TRB bonus bet. Oh God! Ah, I'm really lucky because I was hoping that it it didn't have a round ball. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Oh God! Is it? I'm gonna go something obscure. Is it the ninety? I think was it the nineteen ninety six Cricket World Cup? Sri Lanka winning. I think the Sri Lanka win that World Cup. I've gone really left field here because I've got no bloody idea. Okay, so 90, you're going 1996 Sri Lanka winning a World Cup. That's what you're going for. Yeah. Cricket. cricket balls are round. They are round, Steph. Okay, well, I'll tell you what, Jeff. Let me punch that into the safe as a combination, see if we get an opening here. Okay. <laughs> oh, denied. Ooh, access, access denied. denied. That, is not, that is not the combination, Jeff, unfortunately, which means $100 is going to be up for grabs from the TAB tomorrow, Steph. Five questions. Five questions. Five questions and tomorrow. I, and you can choose any of those two, and I'll repeat them if you're a new listener. Then no point because you're listening now. But, Jeff, good effort, mate. Good effort. Cheers, lads. Um, thank you for that, and good luck to whoever... Tomorrow I'll give it another crack, but you boys will never walk alone. <laughs> <laughs> good man, Jeff. Good man. I tell you what, Sam. Mm. On reflection, yep. If he'd had two more questions, that ten-pin bowling one, which yeah, no fault of anyone's really, um, he had it down to round ball. Yes. Mm. Then he could have said, "Is it cricket?" 
and it but might see, have been yes or no. You, your question was, was it pre-2010? Yeah. That's that's a big time span, isn't it? That's like you're talking. Oh, I said, is it post? And you said no. No, so. yeah. yeah. But all I'm trying to do is it modern or historical. Yeah. I don't no, know I what you. the I right year is. I, I get you. Whether it's five or six. Well, or, all I'm saying is, you know, there's still a big range in there. You know, it could be 2009. Yeah, but you're yeah. not very old, you see. 2008. Mm. Yeah. You're not very old. No, but, you know. Show me the money. Show you the money. Oh, it's time for Show Me The Money. There is a full board of calls. My goodness. Um, can't see who the names are. There's te- we've got 10 lines and they're awful. Let's go call. Let's go line five. Let's go line five. I don't know who that is. Uh, hello, line five. Who are we talking to? Damon. Uh, is that me? It's Damon. It's Damon. G'day, Damon. How are you doing? Yeah, good, thank you. Very good. Okay. Four legs, me, Sam, and Captain K. Sam, what's the batting order today? Uh, why don't you kick us off, Steph? You haven't uh, kicked us off first in a while. I'll kick us off, okay? Um, Sam's been begging me not to go too large, okay? So I'm just going to keep it very simple, and I'm going to take Wellington to win their quarterfinal head-to-head against Hawks Bay, $1.45. Oh. You happy, Sam? Show me the money. Oh, there you go. Show Until me the happy. Okay. Where Dollar 45. Dollar go, 45. I think we're going all conservative today. I'll, I'll go uh, number two, eh? I'm going to go to the Black Ferns. Right. Facing Australia on Saturday. And I'm just going to take Ruby Tui. Ruby, Ruby, Ruby. To score a try uh, at $1.40. Anytime try score at $1.40. Show me the money. We're going very conservative here, Steph, because I just want to get money in the bank for, for our friend Damon on the line. Uh, Kiss. Kiss. Yeah, boys, pretty nervous. I'm uh, currently over two, but that is going to change today. I'm telling you what. Chelsea this morning took on AC Milan, won 3 0. Uh, they go again on Sunday in the EPL, taking on Wolves. Oh, be very tired here. I'm taking Chelsea head to head, $1.33. What do we always say about football, Steph? Never. <laughs> you just three know results. it's going to be two, two three, all or something. Three results on the, on the cards. But hey, um, I'm confident in Kez. So we've got. A three-league multi right now sitting at $2.69, Damon. So it's up to you whether you push the boat out or you keep it safe and you just bank whatever money you've got coming in. Up to you. I think I'll keep it safe and I'll go for Waikato to beat Bay of Plenty. Okay. Waikato Bay of Plenty are from memory $1.55. Yep. Just scrolling through it now. Waikato Bay of Plenty, $1.55. So look, uh, four-league multi. Uh, it comes out at $4.18. It's a bit of an Ian Smith multi. And if we put $50 on that, uh, it comes out at just a nice, tasty, it'll pay for your coffees for the next two or three months, $159.24. There we go. That's better than a kick in the head. Yeah, I've had a few, uh, I've had a cup to be lucky enough to get in a couple of times and got a little bit greedy, so I don't mind the conservative approach. Right. That's right, mate. It's, you know, we're going for uh, quality, not quantity, aren't we, Steph? If yeah. I could just describe the smile on Sam Hewitt's face that he thinks, he thinks it's across the line already. <laughs> <laughs> he thinks he's right already. Oh, it's, because of last, it's because of the grand final tip that came in, Steph. I'm invincible. Yeah, I'm invincible. You're invincible. Damon, we wish you all the very best. Thanks for calling through. Thanks for being a listener. Awesome. Thank you very much, guys. Cheers. Cheers, team. Damon there. Um, how much did you say, Sam? $159. $159.24. Surely. Surely we get it. If That's we, not bad. If we don't, I'm going back to the fences next week. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather miss a monster than miss a tiddler.
Yeah, you know? sure. Yeah, sure. I mean, we, 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 our philosophy with Show Me The Money, if people are sort of wondering, is to go big. We want to we change someone's life, don't we, Steph? We yeah. want to we wanna really help you out. 159 bucks, look, it's that's more for us than it is for Damon, isn't it? It's a bit of a confidence booster <laughs> for us. Is it just me or does it sound like you're speaking in a shoebox now? I don't know what that oh, was. I was holding down my button. Oh, but, there you uh, go. That's, yeah. Better. Yeah. That's better. Sorry. <laughs> I'm too excited. That threw, that threw me. Show me the money every Thursday. Thanks to the TAB. TAB.co.nz is where you find all those odds that we gave out and a whole lot more. Um, it was a text message I wanted to read out. Can I get to it? Here it is. Great wee story about Bathurst. The fun police wanted a restriction on alcohol, so the officials placed a 48 can a day per person limit. <laughs> 48. That'll do me for a year. Holy hecker. Holy hecker. Um, All right, we'll have a break. Uh, Remember, the Phoenix Nation show will be on three till four. Ricardo Ball, the uh, very first show will be today, and it's every Thursday through the A-League season, the Phoenix Nation football show, three till four Thursdays. Uh, We will take a break. We'll have a look back in the day, but stick around for the wonderful new Phoenix show. Back in a moment. Here's some tips for maintaining your Trex deck. Um, Occasionally wash it with some soapy water or a pressure cleaner. Trex composite decking is low maintenance and won't fade, splinter or warp. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.